Peter is off to an inspired start here in the beginning of Acts chapter 3. It's through these first two sermons or speeches that Peter delivers, one in Acts 2 and now here in Acts 3, that we gain understanding of five key items. So let's discuss these five ways Peter exalts Jesus throughout verses 13 through 15. Every Christian should want to know this by heart. Verse 13, the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, this is the Jewish God. And he is saying to the crowd, your God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Even they glorified his servant Jesus. In the first, Jesus is the servant of the Lord prophesied in Isaiah 52, 13. And secondly, God glorified him. God gave him the highest level of glory in all the universe, and now he's at his own right hand. In verse 14, it says, But you denied the holy and righteous one. The third thing is that Peter is pointing out is that Jesus is the holy and righteous. He is the holy and righteous one. In verse 15, and he, he tells the crowd, you, you decided, you made the choice to kill the author of life. And so this is saying, this fourth point is saying, God, Jesus is God. And he is the co-creator of life with the Father. And he is the source of all true spiritual life. Whom God raised from the dead. And God recognized Jesus by raising him from the dead. And had God not recognized Jesus, he would not have raised him. He would not have resurrected him. We would not have seen the Holy Spirit work the way it had through the apostles. A side note, this is a place in the Bible where we can understand the Trinity a little bit. Jesus is the co-creator of life with God the Father and the source of all spiritual life. So together in unity, they are the author and director of life. The reason I believe so many people have a hard time with the Trinity is that they think too plainly of it. They think this one thing can't be these other things at the same time, and thus it is false. On a very basic level, you can look inward for this. You are you, a physical body. You have a brain, a mind, a soul that directs your thoughts and actions, and you also have a personality that even without the use of your physical body, you are you. It's through all of these things working together that you are the parent you are, the friend you are, and serve the job or career path you have chosen. And not only that, but hold the morals and beliefs that you do. In a similar way, that is like the Trinity. God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are one. The Trinity is a complex system that creates, directs, guides, and moves life. People put so much thought into theories like the Big Bang or other universe explanatory science, but can't accept the Trinity. Even as a theory, they struggle with it. They get angry by it. I think because it's the one thing that drives God's opposition absolutely mad. Satan can infiltrate even the most righteous of earth, but he was unable to seep into the holy and righteous one. He could not 
inflict the author of life. What he can do is confuse, distort, manipulate, and create a complexity of anger and emotion that drives people away from God, away from truth. So misunderstanding who God is often is the first checked box on Satan's task list, especially when it comes to individual belief. When I look at the universe, our earth, the extent of creation, the depth of what is a human and our humanity, I see nothing but the Trinity creating, guiding, and moving life. Using these five points, we see that we are here to magnify Jesus because he is the long-awaited servant of the Lord. He's glorified by God. He's the holy and righteous one. He's the author of life and raised by God from the dead. When you accept these facts, when you accept the Trinity for what it is, when you exalt the creator of life, the mover of mission, the one who levels the ground beneath your steps and you seek not only with your curiosity of mind, but with your heart too, Satan can't touch that because that is a force that belongs only to the holy and righteous author of life.